0: hello um to yeah everyone listening to our training resource here from network Education college and um throughout this year we've had amazing sessions on, on, on ministry development on leadership development both in the um you know the, the within fivefold ministry or the local church context and the influence of the of the church um you know in the in, in the marketplace and beyond and uh this resource that we are producing um will help you continue in that development um you'll be able to go over the recordings again and again and take some significant um notes uh in that sense so this is part of what we've been doing this year of course the delivery method is different because i am obviously recording this content for you guys to listen to and subsequently we will build on it so i want us to um look at some very important things uh today in our training and i i really want to just you know talk uh about um the power of um reaching people one by one the power of reaching people one by one so Uh, lord we just thank you for this time of training and development and i pray that you would just really pour out um great grace upon everyone just listening right now that there'll be understanding and establishment and um, that truth will prevail so let's look at a, a key scripture and then um that would that would help so matthew chapter 18 matthew chapter 18 if we look at Matthew 18 um from verses we look at it from uh verse 10 um it says see that you do not despise one of these little ones for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven and what do you think if a man has 100 sheep and one of them has gone astray does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray and if he finds it truly i say that he rejoices over it more than um over the 99 that never went astray so it is not the will of my father who is in heaven that um one of these little ones should perish um the power of 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 reaching people one by one um i think that one of the the things when you are involved in ministry any kind of ministry um whether it's um ministry leadership within the local church context you are a pastor you are a teacher a prophet an evangelist a team leader um and and and, in any of those things or right into a ministry um beyond the local church you are a pioneer you are um responsible in some in to to, to a certain degree when it comes to how certain things happen any any kind of leadership one of the things that confronts you at some point is the subject of growth it's a subject of growth and um the reality of the matter is that the way that we are wired um and when i say we to be fair we can look at it in this way we can say um, in one context, humanity, whether you're born again or not, um there is naturally a desire for for growth. And when you're in Christ as well, um you even rediscover that desire for growth better. So every everyone, every leader um at some point would um would kind of face I don't want to say growth dilemma, but will face a situation where you want to see growth, you want to see increase, you want to see progress and you want to see things multiply and and, and flourish um, whether you're saved or not, whether people are saved or not saved in whatever context. So the same applies in in ministry um, and and leadership, to be honest. That's the very same thing that applies. But one of the things that I've always said is that Um, We have to know in ministry how we evaluate and measure growth. What are the indicators of growth? What are the parameters of growth? What are the measures of growth? How does God see growth? So we have to um, do that effectively in that sense. And one of the things I've been thinking about recently is, especially at this stage of our building, um, in our ministry and of course if you're listening beyond this context the same thing would apply to you is um, how the kingdom progresses in that sense an example is the bible says that um, you know God brought many sons to glory through Christ but Jesus puts it this way he says except a kind of wheat goes to the ground and dies it abides alone so there is this principle of the kingdom that has to do with um you know uh, the the seed and how the seed goes to the ground and it germinates and it's a, it's a very powerful principle you can look at it um in in many different different ways so when we speak about growth of course we we live in a culture that's quite um what's the word quite expansive in the way that growth is measured so growth is measured by by numbers um in in almost any context um it's measured by sometimes it's measured measured by um people influence um it's measured by sometimes um resources and 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 you know money and things like that wealth um and all of these things and and the reality is that in ministry um because ultimately we are doing ministry in a world that um that operates that way consequently then we confront some of these these issues and i think when it comes to um ministry especially in the in the local church um context basically there is a degree of um the word is not pressure but there's 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 a there's a there's a subtle consciousness that every leader deals with which is um you know seeing more numbers are are we expanding are we increasing are we growing and all of those things and and you know one of the things i want to be very clear about is the bible says in the book of acts the bible says that um the number of disciples multiplied and that god added um daily to the church such as should be saved in that sense now so when we when we read that we see that Um, there is a uh, an expectation of increase and multiplication um, even in the local church in the kingdom of disciples of souls being saved of people being established in the church and what how do we how do we um, leave this desire to see more disciples um, established more souls saved in a way that is healthy because um, you know sometimes when we look at what church growth is today, um, it is purely simply a numbers game, um, you know, uh, like a church can have fifty thousand, sixty thousand, and it becomes something that um, they, they they may may brag in, um, sometimes, and of course, it's good to celebrate the things that God has done. As I, like I established, I said that it's important to know that that increase growth, all of these things are. They are kingdom realities that must be experienced. What I wanted to do was to bring this healthy balance on how as a pastor leader, team leader, um, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, business owner, entrepreneur, whatever context of ministry you're in, you can kind of, you know, really take this principle and apply it. Um, I think I'm weighing heavily on more so the local church as well so just in case it moves in that in that direction basically so now especially at the time um you know where uh you you started out a work and like i said at this stage of our ministry network edification churches and we are growing we are we're increasing by god's grace there's a lot more growth to come um the question is how do we grow healthily what is what is growth um you know in 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 the kingdom how does that look like what does it look like in the in the local church and i think that one of the things that could really help us understand that is what god values um when it comes to growth so the what god values when it comes to growth the first thing he values is people actually growing before numbers increase. It's people growing before numbers increase. Now, numbers, um, numbers will increase and numbers must increase to the proportion that, um, you know, the assignment, the grace, the application, all of those things are mixed together. But the first thing is that there is this principle of stewardship when it comes to leading people and the fact is that when we lead people well um the the result the the automatic result of leading people well becomes increase in that sense so increase is not something that i am um in a sense just um i don't know laboring in a wrong way over my first responsibility as a leader as a whether as a team leader whether it's uh it's a pastor or whatever um even even in a business sense if you treat people well um growth will come and that's why i read this scripture um on the parable of the of the lost ship because in especially in this in this mega Um, concept when i say mega i talk about mega church concept or um uh you know the big society and all of these things sometimes we can lose the key principle of affecting lives one by one and um you know a lot of a lot of probably ministries today that have maybe setting numbers and things like that i really believe that that was one of the major investments. i'm talking about those i've done in the right way that was one of the major investments that they had to um you know that they had to to carry out which is you know investing qualitatively in 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 one person in it, doing ministry one by one by one i love that part of discipleship where the bible says that jesus sent them out you know two by two that kind of very very um you know very strong people focus in that sense so in a sense yes having faith for the kingdom to advance for more disciples to be saved and all of those things but the passageway essentially is going further um going for the one and making sure that the one that you have, you know, um, you could have, you know, you could have, I don't know, 50 or 30, but the 30, um, you know, the 30 and the 30, there is one. So th- this, this, these are individuals, basically, whose life must be directly affected by your ministry and, and what you do in a way that is qualitative through relationships, through um, investments through prayer through joining um joining with them and all of that just really comes because um god values the crowd because he values the individual god values the crowd because he values the individual what i mean by that is that um the 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 crowd the peoples or the um what's the word now <laughs> the the big congregation or the numbers and all of those things they matter to God because all of these are individuals in that sense basically, so a ministry or church can desire growth and idolize numbers and idolize status and idolize um uh what is the word now and idolize um uh yeah sorry and idolize. You know, um, just just being big and idolize being organisational. Ministries start off, um, kingdom kingdom ministries, kingdom initiatives. They start off sometimes with this heart for people and connecting with people, and at at some point, it's very possible that just in distraction, um, in getting big, they drift into. Um, you know just an organization trying to just manage and maintain and all of that stuff and 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 one of the things that i've been saying recently is that you know the church um is not an organization but there is organization in the church there has to be organization in the church there has to be systems in the church there has to be um ways that we do things so that's a very important thing basically but the the church is a living breathing movement basically um jesus jesus at the center um the people being the recipients of of jesus's impact and becoming the channels by which um you know um um you know things happen the church is a jesus people movement it's a jesus movement so it's important to know then that um this distraction can come. Um, you can start um, in your heart a a a kingdom initiative, a business, a charity, all of these things. And at the beginning, um, your heart was to really transform people. But then, in the process of going on, um, it it can become or it becomes about growing the organization, having you know more of of influence, or not necessarily influence that's transforming to people. So I think that one of the things that God definitely takes people through in their training is the ability to deal with the one. Sometimes, um, you know, you're leading a team and it can look as though, wow, they're, they're people, more people are not joining this team. What you have to ask yourself as a leader and what I have to ask myself as a leader is how am I, the the the, the core that I have, um looking at them as individuals analyzing them as individuals so for example practical thing is let's say you lead a team of three people basically okay you want your team to grow you want your team to grow to i don't know 10 people 20 people 30 people you want to progress you want to do things the first question i'm going to ask you is how well do you know the individuals in your team the three how well do you know them not just as a team but how well do you know them individually of course the time will come where potentially yes the growth will um will mean that you know the the relationships are um not that they're not as close but practically so if you're maybe for example leading a church um it's easier to know the members when you're when you're 30 when you're 50 um possibly possibly when you're 100 but after that you may begin to not know everyone as much but of course there will be systems in the church that should still keep people connected but you know at this stage of where you are if you don't learn how to really deal with these people as individuals touching reaching one by one in quality um you know, uh then it will be more difficult for you when you have the numbers that you want. and let me tell you something. See, numbers can increase for different reasons. You can find God, God does bring increase, God will bring increase. That's one way. but then there are there are some types of some, type, some types of growth increases that are um, you know they can happen in different ways. Uh, people can be attracted for even the wrong reasons. So the most powerful thing for you as a as a leader in um you know in in the in the in the growth paradigm is to make sure that you are honestly sincerely invested in the one yes so what i'm saying is that you can have more than one i'm not saying that you only have one but you must see the people in your team especially at this stage of your growth if your team is growing or your ministry as individuals and you must you must reach them as one in the one being vested be invested in them in relationship in joining in asking questions in in heart you know like um um put your heart you know into into being in investing you know in them so much so strong in that sense recognize realize that they are um they are individuals but well, this is the amazing thing about God. The amazing thing about God is that um in this whole in this whole seed principle whatever whatever God does is it's 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 just amazing for us to learn principle so the bible says for example that God wanted um you know uh, uh uh nations you know through Abraham God said to Abraham that he said through you shall all the nations of the earth be blessed so god wanted to bless all the nations of the earth this is a story of the gospel this is the story of redemption this is the story of the kingdom of god but what god did was that god did not immediately start with a crowd we can even go back to um we can go back to even the Garden of eden before we get to abraham god wanted to establish um imago um, you know he wanted to establish this thing of, 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 of people that image him, his kingdom, all of these things. And what God did essentially was to start with one man. And out of that one man, then he brought out woman. And then the story goes on and on. And even when um, humanity... You know fell and all of these things what god did again god was god did god did find one person he finds a noah he works with a noah and then he instructs him and then he produces you know more and then he goes to an abraham and so we look at abraham's story coming back to that God wants to bless the nations of the earth but he picks an individual calls an individual out deals with that individual takes care of that individual speaks into that individual shepherds that individual guides that individual and then that individual then begins to multiply and he becomes it becomes generational becomes transgenerational produces uh produces Isaac and the same principle and God is dealing with him as an individual and then he produces jacob and then jacob produces the 12 sons and the story goes on and on but you find god really really investing you know in the one you know really really investing in the one if you have one person in your team two people in your team three people in your team four people in your team 20 people in your church 30 people in your church and um you know you want you want, you want more. The principle of stewardship is just that you must be able to, you know, qualitatively, you know, invest, no, be invested in those people in a way that they are not just numbers, in a way that they're not just, um, what's the word now? In a way that they're not just numbers, in a way that they're not just, um, you know, attendees. These are, these are people that, you know, in them, is increase in them is growth, and I'm not saying this to be transactional. I'm just saying this to be strategic. In them is increase. In them is growth. In them is expansion. Just like Abraham, right? In Abraham are all these things locked, basically. And through developing, watering that the this individual called Abraham, then pro, pro, um, you know produce an increase. <laughs> increase comes, you know, in that sense. And I think that sometimes. In fact, one of the things that God will do is that um, God will bring um, people that sometimes they they may not even feel like um, uh, very, very intense kind of ministry material, uh, all of that stuff. And part of what God gives you as a leader, and this is where the, the, the leadership anointing is sometimes, is the ability to elevate those people right is the ability to elevate in in a ministry in a church because remember i said that this may apply to business as well but i'm also very focused on you know church church local church itinerary ministry context you know local church context basically when i say itinerary ministry i mean ministries not necessarily itinerary but ministries um, um church related ministry context put it that way local church related ministry context so so sometimes god would you know bring people your way and and your your calling is to be able to elevate them in fact, that is how so you prove that you're a leader in a in a ministry in a church. you would have different people that come through right You would have some people they come through at almost very basic spirit not no spirituality. Um, some will come at basic level spirituality, you know, some will come at intermediaries. some will come at more mature levels, some will be very, very heavy, they'll, they'll be ministry ready, they're just kind of ready to go, basically, and everybody wants, wants people that are, you know, that are like mature, leadership material, all of that stuff, but that, that to me, um, sometimes doesn't always prove their, um, the, the skill of a leader. For me, a, a good leader is able to build from ground up to elevate people, to take people from where they are to where they should be. Then what then happens is that I really believe that in, 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 in the genuine framework for ministry growth, as you begin to do that faithfully, then God now sends, um, some, added more immediately ready people but the truth is that a lot of the people that ministry leaders are looking for today God has actually given to them they may be rough they may be um not consistent they may be not committed and your calling as a leader is to is to work to bring out the um the grace and the calling in them yes when jesus chose his disciples i want to try and keep this at a setting so hopefully i get to 30 minutes on this when jesus chose his disciples what jesus um did was he he called them you know mostly one by one and you know yes there was there were certain things that he probably looked at prayed about but these these people still had work and the, the the proof of the call on jesus's life was his ability to elevate those people um to a place you saw the weakness in peter you saw at some point that peter um you know peter uh, at some point you know even went as far as maybe denying jesus um under pressure all of that stuff sometimes they were shaking but jesus elevated them and he could only do that not just he could, he could only He could. sorry did that because he dealt with their individuality reaching them one by one sometimes the the so-called big picture i i am for people being visionary um you know i am i am uh, what's the word i'm apostolic by nature so my thinking of church is is very expansive and beyond the four walls and all of these things but i think we need to know how we get there you know it's by treating people one by one with quality individuals investing in them and sometimes as a leader as a pastor as a team leader um you may you will be stretched because you're going to think am i, am I going to give myself to all of this but this is where grace grace comes in you know in that sense how are you treating the one how are you treating the two how are you treating the three do you know them well do you invest in them is your is your investment in them so strong is it so potent is it so is it so powerful that it's that 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 it's elevated and i love this story here um as i believe i would try and conclude because i want to keep this in 30 minutes i love this story here where jesus talks about you know not despising the little ones and the little ones um you know um we could look at that of course we want to make sure that we're interpreting scripture correctly but sometimes little ones as well could symbolize um You know those who are not as as mature in that sense but but anyway put it this way you know jesus talks about how you know a a a shepherd if one one sheep strays he leaves the 99 goes to the mountains and he searches for that one right for that one i know sometimes it's a conflict to sometimes an organizational mindset i think I, i i would bring the balance to this this training on how you have to manage you know things and be uh be what's the word now how you have to manage and and steward resources and be prudent and all of that stuff and all of the systems I'll bring a balance there, but for this context, I wanted to see here that you know in this very very um crowd oriented numbers oriented stuff, sometimes people can forget um you know ministering to the individual, and I really feel like one of the things that you know as leaders we have to evaluate is no matter the size of our team, um, can we put quality you know into dealing with people? Can we put quality into dealing with people? Can we know them? Can we strengthen them? Can we encourage them? because those those individuals you're dealing with um, could be um, you know in that in that sense, um, like Abraham, they're carrying a level of increase. Um, it could, they could be the one that chased the thousand, the two that chased the ten thousand, but sometimes you might be chasing the ten thousand and ignoring the one or the two, um, that 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 you know that 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 that, that produce it in that sense. So, essentially, um, this aspect of increase and growth and and maturity is about stewardship. Why? Because every soul, when God sees the numbers. He's excited because those numbers are souls individually. Every soul matters to God. God rejoices over over the one. So make sure that in your ambition for growth, in your desire for growth, basically that you understand that the seed brings the harvest. The seed is the individual. Treat the individuals well; they will produce the harvest. So I'm gonna um I'm gonna stop here um and. And I want to hear from, you know, from every leader um, that, has, that has heard this. Basically, I want to hear from you the um, the impact that you feel this has had on you. Um, and I'm going to encourage, uh, you know, your pastors to work with you on the application of this training. So we must reach people one by one. Make sure you put so much quality into individuals make sure you put so much quality don't hold back make sure you put so much quality and then we're going to see them produce and become people that are elevated so i'm glad that we were able to get through this this resource um i'll see if we still need some more on this but this would serve us for now and i look forward to um, exercises and application Uh, god bless you